What's going on, dickheads? We're back. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Here we go again on our own, traveling down the only road we've ever known. I believe uh, the famous poet Whitesnake said that. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you guys for listening to another episode. We appreciate it, as always. The Music. Dicks. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a review. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a four-and-a-half-star rating. Don't give us anything below, like, a four-and-a-half. I don't know if four-and-a-half is possible, but if you go, like, if you go out there, you're just giving ones. Like, that's what you do. You just go to people's podcast page, and you're just giving out ones, like, you get a life. Santa Claus ain't bringing you shit for Christmas. That's all nope. I'm saying. Not a damn thing. You ho-ho-ho. Yeah, you're a bunch of ho-ho-hos. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the best bass intros of all time. Of all time. Of all time? Of all time. What if we missed a bunch? We did miss a bunch. I, I can't stress to you guys yeah, enough how like, hard. how, like, if we really wanted this to be accurate, we couldn't put this episode out for, like, another 10 years. Yeah. And we don't have the time, and we don't think you guys do either. I mean, let's be honest. If we woke up this morning, we're, like, 50%, like, we're, we're doing, like, we already started the day pretty good. So all I'm saying is, you should probably take the time to listen to the music, Dicks, because tomorrow is not, like, you never know. You do. You never know. You could get taken out by Steven Seagal. You don't. I mean, anything could happen. This is true. He's a cop now. John Claude Van Damme could just come to your house and just... Yeah, John, Schwarzenegger could pull up and terminate Seriously. He could John Claude Van Damme you. Like, Limp Biscuit to sh- could show up at yeah. your house and Let you break sh- stuff. They could keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Anyway, we'll get into this and we'll stop the dumb music puns. They were smashing punkins. I could tune a bass, <laughs> but I can't tune a fish. Anyway, so let's just talk about these uh, great bass intros that we have ranked from 30 to number one or number one to 30. If you ask why we did 30, it's because we couldn't agree on 20. I mean, we could, but why leave out some? Yeah. I mean, we could have done 1 to 20 and then said like 21 and to 30 are all dishonorable mentions, but you know. Yeah. Put them in the list. Funk that. Yeah. Terry Terry Funk that. Anyway, we're going to start off with number 30. And number 30 is a song by Peach. By Peach. You lied. Called You Lied. So Tristan, tell us a little bit about this song that nobody's ever heard. (laughs) So if you have heard the song, it's probably off of Salival, which is a live Tool album. Most of the people that have heard the song have heard the Tool version of the song. Peach did the original version of it. It was Justin Chancellor's band of Tool's Bases Now. It was his band. And they released this like a year or two before he joined Tool, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong about that. Maybe this came out in like 92. We don't fact check here on the music. No, no, we don't know what that is. This is is InfoWars. We don't fact check stuff. Use the Google machine. (laughs) Find out if we're right or wrong. It's just, it's pretty simple. Just kind of. What was that? Yeah, I don't know what that was. I'm going to leave that in there. I don't think my stomach ground. I didn't notice it. No, yeah. It's haunted. I didn't know this. I I like Tool, but I don't like Tool enough to listen to all their live albums. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that I shouldn't. I just haven't. This is, uh, they only have one. Well, their live album. It's like the wings. I'm putting an S on it, making them plural. I'm pretty sure they only have one. Well, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomato, potato. Anyway, yeah. I never heard it before. I didn't necessarily fall in love with it, which mm-hmm. is probably why it's number 30 on the list, but number 30 nonetheless. Yeah. The intro itself isn't like that great. It kind of builds into the song, but it's still what builds into the song, I guess. And yeah. that's why I put it on the list. Yeah. So let's move on to number 29. And number 29 is a song by Rage Against the Machine, and that song is Bullet in the Head. So there's a couple of Rage songs that had bass intros that I kind of was like, yeah, should I pick yeah. this or should I pick that? So I, I I really like Bullet in the Head's intro. It's just, it's really, really cool. This one was on a lot of the lists that I saw as well. And for those of you out there that are listening, and I, to be honest, I know that it sounds funny to me and it sounds funny to Tristan, probably
probably sounds funny to a lot of musicians out there. There's probably some people that can't necessarily pull out whether an intro is a bass or a guitar. I would assume there's a, for most things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's definitely one honorable mention on here that's or not even an honorable mention, but there's one we're going to talk about eventually. Yeah. That's not even. And so some people may have a hard time a pulling out a bass or mm-hmm. a guitar or something like that. Some people probably would, yeah, especially if you're not familiar with music. I wonder if Chance would be able to tell us that all 30 of these are intros on bass. We should do that. We yeah, should, we should. Do we that. should do that. We're just going to do that. We're gonna. That's what we'll we'll have a new. I mean, not to waste time here, but we'll have a new segment called "Name That Instrument," and it's just when Chance is on. Yeah, and we'll be like, "Hey, Chance, what instrument is that?" Mm-hmm. That'll be that'll there's be a cool. there's a, um, a solo in one of the new tool songs. I think it's Descending. Yeah, there's there's like a bass solo in it. And if you have no idea, you would absolutely think it's guitar. Yeah. Well, it's like we one of the songs on this list we kind of set for a while, and you're like, dude, that's not bass. I'm like, it's bass right mm-hmm. there. He's playing it, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, that one was a little more yeah because there was like guitar kind of going yeah, on. There's too, other stuff there going was, on. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. number twenty nine on the list is Bullet in the Head by Rage Against the Machine, and number twenty eight is Spirit Crusher by Death. And this is another one that I hadn't heard. But obviously, it made the list. I had to put it on here. I like, I love the bass intro for this song. There was a couple of death songs that had some bass intros. Uh, yeah. There's going to be some that make the bass lines if we ever decide to do that one yeah. as well. And I mean, for those of you out there listening, what we did was, is we, with this list, basically what we did was we took songs that we both agreed on that were great bass intros, and then we kind of brought our own to the table, and then we ranked them and we gave them an average, and that's how they ended up where they are on our list. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about Spirit Crusher by Death? Not much more than the bass intro is one of my favorites by them. If well, you haven't heard of Death, obviously you should go check them out. You should listen to the song in particular. It's one of the more popular ones. And I, th- I think it's worth being said there's a lot of bands out there such as like the Chili Peppers and stuff like that who have mm-hmm. really, really good bass players and they have numerous songs that have just bass intros. Yeah, up. so we couldn't really put multiple. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to like do that. I mean, I had like five different Chili Pepper songs mm-hmm. that had great bass intros and well, somewhere along the list we ended up with just one. It's, it's kind of hard. There's a lot of bands that are like known for doing bass intros. Tool. Tool's one yep. of those bands that's known for doing bass intros. All right, so we're going to move on to number 27, and number 27 on the list is Crush by Dave Matthews Band. Blech, blech, blech. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> uh, so, I, I mean, love the intro to the you, song. It's you, so good. You got to sneak in Jombie on the last list, mm-hmm. uh, which Tool's one of your I favorite I wouldn't even bands. say sneak in that one, no, really, but- though. There's it made there, it pretty there, there wasn't a song by Dave Matthews band that just came to head when, when it came to mind when we were talking about great guitar solos yeah. on another list. But as far as bass intros, Crush, I, I love this bass intro. Mm-hmm. It stands out to me. It's just it stands out. Stefan Lassard, if you're listening or if you know somebody that listens, and if you could get back to him, let him know he's a great bass player, and I really appreciate what he does for the band. I love Dave Matthews band. It's no secret here. I, I think this bass intro is really really cool. I really love really this nice. Intro. And it's different because a lot of Dave songs don't start out with just bass. So for that, I appreciate it. So we're going to move on to number 26, which is... Thank you for letting me be myself. Thank you for letting me be myself. Letting me? Yeah, well, I mean, the way they spell it, and it's kind of comical. So, I mean, if you guys go to look this up, uh, it should come up by putting in thank you for letting me be myself. But they spell it funny. Uh, But this is by Sly and the Family Stone. This is the song we were talking about a second ago where we kind of... Tristan was like, that's not bass. I'm like, that's a bass right there. Yeah, yeah. I was. It is kind of confusing because, like, it actually is more bass than I thought what it was but there's a little bit of guitar or something over it it's such a good bass intro though it really is and i mean it's it's much more because these these like when we were doing the guitar solos uh list underrated guitar solos it's kind of hard i mean certain solos kind of stick out in your head we had said like lonely lay by system kind of stuck out with these bass intros because they're starting these songs out when i when you think about these songs the bass intros automatically are stuck in your head because that's what's starting the song and i mean i feel like with bass it's kind of one of those instruments that 
like if you can tell and you can feel it like it's it's there mm-hmm. because you feel it it stands out thank you for letting me be myself this is one of those songs moving to number 25 on the list my name is mud my name is mud i for some reason i have mude like a little bit back i have mude m-u-d-e written down here oh, yeah. money this isn't the promise song this is my name is mude m-u-d-d yeah that's yeah. how it's spelled I, it? no i've got m-u-d-e but oh, okay. <laughs> yeah so, I, so we're not talking about promise we're talking about another band but it uh, does say that doesn't it, it does. my name is mude my name is mud by promise uh this is uh, there's a couple of promise songs mm-hmm. another one that starts out with bass chorus at last claypool i mean obviously yeah. no slouch on the bass mm-hmm. guitar by any means but we had a couple of promise songs we kind of had to narrow down to one i believe my name is mud was the one we went with well obviously it's the one we went with because it's on our list but they have a lot of obscure songs that start off with bass too that i really really like i mean honestly promise is pretty fucking obscure if you're not a promise fan yeah i mean they're obviously fan. a big band but there's a lot of people that were like would be dead and even idea. primus fans apparently say primus sucks that's just the thing that they say i yeah, guess uh, yeah i probably yeah it's apparently it's an inside joke that i wasn't aware of yeah it's an inside joke that we're not on the inside of move on to the next one number 24 i was made for loving you by kiss Oh yeah, it's Kiss, man. Can I get a? Can I get a? Oh yeah, <laughs> can I get a fucking? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. You just got it. I don't know who that was. Somebody's heard you from outside. They kind of just peered out their window and just gave you a shout. It's Kiss, man. I almost wanted to put God of Thunder, but it's not really a bass intro. Well, Detroit Rock City was yeah. another one. That's also true. I mean, we like I said, the it's kind of when you talk about bass intros, they they almost get stuck in your head when mm-hmm. you start thinking about these songs, and it differs from the solos. I mean, there's a lot of solos that like somebody could say like hum the solo to Sweet Child of Mine, and I mean you would. I mean, if you're a musician or yeah. whatever, like there's certain solos that kind of just boom. Okay, I know what that solo is. But like with the bass, it's it's it's, it's right there. At mm-hmm. least for me, and I think Tristan the same way. It's like right there in your head when you talk about the song. So I was made for loving you by Kiss. We talked about a few other songs by Kiss. This one is the one that ended up making the list. It's a great bass intro. Walk on the wild side, number twenty three. Walk on the wild side by, by Lou Reed. So a tribe called Quest samples this song in Can I Kick It? And I really really enjoy a tribe called Quest samples um, because they use a lot of like upright bass and stuff like that, and it's almost like a jazzy hip hop type thing. And I really dig it for that. I know this bass intro from A Tribe Called Quest more than a Woodley Reed. I've never been a Lou Reed fan. I would never say that I'm a Lou Reed fan. I'm sure there's some of you out there that are, but this intro to me is it's a really good bass intro. It's, mm. it's cool. It's it's like an upright, slide, slabby type of bass, and I really dig that. So I'd never heard that one before either. What's that, A Tribe Called Quest? Yeah. No, the... Um, the Lou Reed song? Mm, yeah. Yeah. That was one you had to show me. I think this is where we start getting some of the meat, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely had heard the song before. I just, I'm not a fan of that song, but the bass intro is really good. So we move on to number 22, which is Long View by Green Day. To me, it's one of those songs that when you think about bass intros, Long View kind of... Yeah, when you think about Green Day Pops as well. into your head. Yeah. This is early Green Day, for those of you that don't know i'm well, much dookie huh what was this all long views off dookie i believe i, I mean so. i'd almost bet the farm on that i don't have a farm so i'd be safe to bet it but what a random statement bet the, bet, bet the, the farm, farm. Yeah. yeah bet the i guess probably a more common I, thing back then <laughs> well i would assume and I, I mean i could be wrong here but i would only assume that a farmer is the one that said that because yeah. it wouldn't make like sense of a guy didn't bet the farm here's two cucumbers all i own is these two cucumbers on my farm yeah long view is off at dookie um i love dookie it's early green day man i'm, I'm much more a fan of early green day than i am of later green day but regardless of that it's a great base intro one of my favorites to play too it's a lot of fun yeah mm-hmm. i mean i've never tried to play it but i would only assume it's probably a pretty cool baseline <laughs> yeah fuck yeah fucking billy joe armstrong hell yeah i love billy joe yeah he's so he's ate up he is he definitely he definitely is <laughs> let's move on to number 21 which is got the time by anthrax it's not originally it's by actually it's 910 oh you were saying the song i thought yeah. you were asking me if i got the time he got me with that i was gotcha. actually kind of confused 
It's not actually by Anthrax. I'm not sure who does it. I feel like I should know, but... No fact checkers. It's one of my favorite Anthrax songs. I fucking love the intro. It's so upbeat. It's kind of like skater metal, I suppose. I, that's a weird... It's punk. Skater metal? It's punk, yeah. but like... <laughs> More on the thrashy side of punk, less less like Sex Pistols, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not a uh, I'm not a big fan fan of Anthrax, but it's on the list. They are and, so fucking good, man. And we voted on. I mean, I know Scotty in. Huh? Uh, Joey Belladonna, their singer. He's dude. He, he yeah. He's so fucking good, man. Uh, maybe I just haven't listened to a lot of Anthrax. I can tell you I what mean, I've listened to. I'm not crazy about. Don't necessarily like a lot of thrash metal anyway. I, so, I don't. But, you're right. You're absolutely right. But they are pretty kick ass. They have some funny stuff too. Actually. Yeah, I just I don't think I've listened to enough. But you are right with the statement that I don't like thrash metal because I don't like thrash metal. All right, let's move on to the next one. All right, let's move on to number 20, which is Souls of Black by Testament. Obviously, another song that Tristan put on the list that we voted upon. So go ahead and give us what you got about uh, Souls of Black there, bud. So I remember hearing this song first in like second or third grade. Like I was so young when I first heard the song. The version, which is kind of surprising that the version that I heard was just, they must have just done it. So what's it say? 12 years ago? What the fuck is, what's 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 the year? What, what do you mean? <laughs> right now, it's definitely the year of the COVID. Right. Yeah, so they must have... Re- they must have remastered that song a couple years after I heard it. Yeah, after I heard it. That's never mind. I don't know what the fuck yeah, I'm talking one about. One way or another. <laughs> they must have remastered this song a couple years before I heard it because the versions that I find now, like on Spotify and stuff, are like the actual old versions. And yeah. it's not, there's not like part of the bass intro that's in it. It's a version I had to show you. The version that we originally listened to didn't have yeah. it. But this, this bass intro is just so good. It's in this like minor scale. Like everything about it's kind of creepy and the way that it builds up into the beginning riffs and stuff. It's a very, very iconic riff, especially if you like yeah, the music. The one that you found, I liked a lot better than the one we ranked because, like you had said, you found the version that you were. Yeah, because it has a couple more seconds of like added into. And it. I mean, it doesn't just go in. We ranked it. the original one, which was a tad bit different, and that's probably mm-hmm. why it's lower on the list. But that's okay. Yeah. All right. So number nineteen is Whipping Post by the Almond Brothers. Yeah. It's fucking Whipping Post, mm-hmm. people. Like honestly, we both kind of looked at each other after we finished. We look at each other. We looked at each other. After we'd finished the list, and we both kind of were like, "Man, I can't believe Whipping Post." <gasps> Fuck a podcast, Josh. We should have yeah. just went to grammar class. Yeah, grammar class. Can fucking talk. Public speaking, man. I'm public speaking to everybody in my room. The Marilyn Monroe cut out, and you. We kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Man, we're really surprised the Whipping Post is that low." But then I, I start thinking about it, and I'm like, "It's a great intro. I remember the intro. It's very memorable." But at the same time, not much going on. No, yeah, it's not really crazy. It's really fucking easy. Yeah, it's really, really, it's really easy. But it's <laughs> yeah. still a really good intro. It's a Whipping Post by the Almond Brothers mm-hmm. people. Like, there's probably going to be someone on this list, like the next one, that's like the technical difficulties, not crazy. No, but it's just like that's you know, makes it iconic. A lot of these but aren't great, yeah. too crazy. Some of these are, some of these are pretty complicated. I mean, I guess realistically, it should be the, the greatest, the best slash iconic at the end of the day. Yeah, because not like we're not talking about most technically difficult because I don't, yeah, we're the, definitely not the, talking the, about most of these probably difficult. wouldn't. It would be a bunch of obscure shit. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of, of bass players on this list that might get in the technical, you know, technically difficult mm, oh, yeah, category. But whipping post is not going to yeah, be like Spirit Crusher. That's actually that yeah. one would be a high technical technically one. But like, yeah, whipping post is not going to be on that list. Long, but this is not really great, very yeah, hard nah. to play. Whipping post is a great intro though. So we'll move on to number eighteen, which is Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Yeah, I mean like. Everyone's heard it. It's it just is what it is. Like I guess. Like yeah, it is what it is. It's a bass intro that a lot of people know. So therefore, it's got to be great, right? And I think even if we were doing a metal bass intro list, I still think this would be pretty low for me. Like I've seen lists with this. This is definitely one of the best like metal intros for a lot of people. I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, 
it, it, like I said, and I'm no ill will towards Lemmy or Motorhead or anything like that, but it's Motorhead it, is much more complicated shit. I don't know. The song yeah. guitar wise is pretty complicated, but bass is not. Yeah, no, yeah. And I would just, you know, like I said, no ill will towards them, but it's it's popular. People know it. We know it. And it's a good intro, and that's why it's mm-hmm. on the lifts. I mean, there's not much else to say about Ace of Spades or Whipping Post for that matter. Mm-hmm. The next one I think we'll have enough, uh, a good bit to say about, and that is number 17, which is Animal Live and Become by Three Days Grace. So <laughs> we're putting in, I'll be honest with you, this is this is a song that <laughs> Don't I, fight us. Yeah, this is a song that I put on the list, and Tristan kind of was like, I agree, that's a really good bass intro, and that's obviously why it's not last on the list, but I had to like really sit down and like talk to myself. And like, man, do I really want to put a Three Days Grace song on this list? But I'm like, the content's there. It's a great yeah. fucking bass intro. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you grew up, if you're like between your age and maybe a little bit older and like a little bit younger than me, you've probably heard this. Yeah. I mean, you're talking like early 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. So. Well, no. 2008-ish. We don't fact check on this show. No. But 2007 is when that album came out, if I had to guess. I had to, if I had to look, we'll go ahead and look at Three Days Grace. Pretty sure that's off their first album. I don't think it's their first album. It might not be. In 2006. That's when that came out? Yeah. Really? It's off an album called One X in 2006. Is that the one with the people on it or whatever? Yeah, the, the yeah, cutouts yeah, of yeah, the people. Yeah, like Riot and shit on it. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know much more than that song because, like I said, I'm Dude, not a I fan of Three That album's Grace. really fucking good. Yeah. But everything. I was never a fan of it. was that kind of like that butt that. rock stuff. Like, it's a little, yeah. It's a little less butt rocky than Hinder, I feel like. But I will give. I mean, not to change the subject too much. I've seen Hinder in concert. They're fucking killer. Really, dude. Yeah. I like fucking that I, album that they put out with uh, like Go Home Get Stoned, get stoned and, um, Lips of an Angel. Yeah, dude. I fucking used to listen to that album I all the really time. I saw them with Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry is another really and good Papa one. Papa Roach. Were they terrible on? No, I will 100% tell you that Hinder was the best out of all of them live. Really? And a lot of people give Buck Cherry shit. They were pretty good live, too. I don't like Buck Cherry. I mean, as far as Papa Roach goes, like Scars is the only song I knew about Papa Roach. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, felt last resort. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those two songs. Yeah, I felt like an emo kid standing there. I probably was their new kid stuff at that point. Awful. Yeah, not to get too far off the topic here. Yeah, not Sorry, to get Papa too Roach. far. <laughs> but yeah, I, like I said, I, I this is a really good, really good bass intro, and I kind of struggled whether I wanted to put it on the list or not because I'm not a Three Days Grace fan. But at the end of the day, I don't need to be the fan, be a fan of a band or an artist uh, for them to have a great bass intro, and they did it on that one. Move on to number sixteen, which is Rick James, bitch, and it is Give It To Me, Baby. I thought about putting Super Freak on here or Mary Jane. Great was, bass intros. Was Brick House starting off with? Brick House? Yeah, that's not. That's James Brown, isn't it? That's not James Brown. Brick House is I want to say the Brown, Commodores. Brown. Pretty sure it's the Commodores. Brown. Really? You know who was in the Commodores? Yeah, it's the Commodores. Lionel Richie was in Commodores. Yeah, uh, Brick House is by the Commodores. Lionel Richie, fun fact, was in the Commodores, and that song does start off with bass, but unfortunately did not make our list, and we are talking about Give It To Me Baby. So, Rick James, great bass player. Rick James had a lot of groovy shit, and mm-hmm. Give It To Me Baby is one of them. It's a really cool intro on the bass, and that's why I made our list. Yeah, there's probably, like a hundred funk bands that we just didn't even think to look yeah, up. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, if we did the next 10 years, you know, yeah. a lot of these would probably never, ever make the list. And there's going to be a couple that are so iconic that will make the list. And I think you guys will be able to pick those out when we get to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Give It To Me Baby's got a great bass intro, and I really enjoy it, and Tristan did too, and that's why it's not last on the list. So we're going to go to number 15, which is... My Friend of Misery by Metallica. Once again, this is not a song that I picked, because you guys know how I feel about Metallica, but it's not last on the list for a reason. This bass intro is great. I love it. I love... It's like one of the first songs you can really hear Jason 
like really play bass i mean i guess it's probably because he starts off but like also watching them do this live is fucking awesome especially when they come off like their first tour off the black album it is dude it's so killer to watch i don't think i look like a guy that would be seen at a metallica concert i just don't dude you'd be surprised where everybody I, metallica, bun, man. Bro. I don't i don't think everybody loves metallica i feel like i don't i don't even know that i would say that i like metallica <laughs> i would say that i yeah, but you suck dude <laughs> i i i stand metallica i put up with metallica, metallica. Yeah. there's worse shit out there for sure this is real metallic -y. uh we're gonna move to number 14 on our list which is spiders by system of a down another one by tristan mm -hmm. one of tristan's on the list yeah there was he like started asking me a lot of these in a row and i was like damn dude did any of these make this list like, yeah they made the list hey man i just i'm not in my bass intro just i don't i don't know much about spiders the song or? i know they're arachnids <laughs> Most of them have eight legs. I love this uh, <laughs> Chavo, man. He's just a shit. See, I don't know much I, I don't about know how anybody to else but name, Darren but and Serge. Like. Chavo's a shit. John Doleman, their drummer, is fucking awesome, too. He's the one that played drums on Scar's first album, and then the second one's just Darren playing them. So. Oh, okay. Which is like, you can kind of tell the difference, but it's not much. Like, he really does. I'm pretty sure Darren dictates what he wants to the band to sound like a lot of the yeah. times and well, i'm sure shit. he does so when he plays it himself you can't it's not that big of a difference like there is a little bit of i mean realistically darren is scars darren is system you mean well you're saying he's scars oh he is no, that's he, what i he mean scars that's yeah, what basically. i mean so you're saying now. that he probably tells him what to play for but know. even in system i mean that's that's their whole argument like kind of is he doesn't want to give a lot of writing credits to a lot of them is because from what i understand is like it's all money yeah issues because he writes and does most of the shit all right but that's neither here nor there no, it's not. So we're going to move on to number 13, which is Sweet Emotion. It's a great intro. Mm -hmm. Dude, it, I still can't believe Truckin' had, didn't. Yeah. I think we kind of decided that Truckin' had other things going on and it wasn't I don't remember intro. it sounding like that at all. Like, I don't know what yeah, I right. remember we had hearing. To it. Yeah. Um, it, I but know. yeah, Sweet Emotion, man. When I think of bass intro, Sweet Emotion is one of the ones that come to mind right away. Mm -hmm. It's just a really, really cool bass intro. And, I, and there's some sort of effects on that. I, would, I mean, it's not just straight bass. Yeah, it's something... I have no idea, but it always just reminds me of Days of Confused. Like Days this confused, is definitely absolutely. one of those songs that like puts you in that mood. I don't know. It's just the seventies in a in a song. Like that's the only way I can put it. Sweet Emotion's a good song, mm -hmm. but the bass intro kind of makes Sweet Emotion for me because really I, I like Aerosmith, but Sweet Emotion's not anywhere near top of my. Oh, dude, it's absolutely songs. like in probably my top five yeah yeah for I don't sure think it would be top five, fucking, but I love the intro the to this is fucking it's a great move on to number 12 which is under pressure under pressure by Limp Biscuit. Yeah, no, by Limp Biscuit. No. <laughs> by no. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Not from any of those people. This song is strictly on the list just because Vanilla Ice tried to tell us that he didn't steal it. Right. He's like, yeah. there goes dun 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 da ga dun and mine goes dun 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 da ga dun da. It's the same fucking thing, Vanilla. No, it's the dun. <laughs> oh, it's the difference. I think. I'm pretty sure that's what he I'm, said. I'm pretty sure he lost the lawsuit, so he <laughs> um, was wrong. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure he'd have been fine if he had just gave him credit for it. And yeah, been like, hey, like, I'm yep, doing this. I stole it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't. This they probably still have a career. The Beastie Boys got away with it. Vanilla, you kind of got away with it, too. They fucking stole, like, their first, like, rocking and rolling. Or no, what is it? Oh, rhyming they, and stealing is literally they, they Led Zeppelin. So much Zeppelin. And fucking But Black see, Sabbath, I, I like, like that. I think that's cool. You know I what fucking mean? love it's it. Almost you should like be allowed a, to do it. It's like, almost like with a tribe sampling, like, the Lou Reed song. Mm -hmm. Like, I am I dig that. Because I'm a rock and roll guy at the end of the day. But, like, when I can hear shit that I like Not in rap Not to get songs, too far off a topic. This is another reason I say Slipknot has gone to dog shit. The samples that they use now are just, like, noises and shit. The samples that they used to use was, like, shit from movies like Carlito's Way and, like 
well, it's old like, stuff. It's almost like the Wu-Tang with their Kung Fu Yeah, shit, dude. You know oh, I mean? they have so many great fucking samples. Yeah. So, yeah. Under Pressure, man. Great intro. Very iconic. I love how we like literally talked about Vanilla Ice and, and yeah, <laughs> about the, Queen or David yeah, Bowie. about Queen or David Bowie. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. I love Queen. I have never, ever been a fan of David Bowie. I like a couple of his songs, but I that's about it. I can't get into it. I love the imagery and shit. I love it all. Like Ground the, Control to Major Tom is probably the only song that I that like. That one. Oh, fuck. Suffrage City is all right. I think there's a couple more, but I don't know the names of any of shit. Yeah. All right, so that's number 12. We're going to move on to number 11 on the list, which is Rearranged by Limp Biscuit. Yeah, this one's actually by Limp Biscuit this time. This one's actually by Limp Biscuit this time, he <laughs> says. You know, man, this song just makes me want to break stuff. Right. It makes you want to just keep rolling. Yeah. Uh, I just want some chocolate starfish and some hot dog flavored water. So this is one that I... will have it my way, dude. I don't think... Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what it looks like behind blue eyes. I don't think that I had ever... You win. I don't... Yeah. I don't think it's good because I could not name another Limp Bizkit song (laughs) from my life. I guess uh, Roland is like... Isn't isn't Roland have like Air Raid or something in parentheses? There's two different ones. So there's Roland Air Raid and then Roland... uh, One is like nine minutes and it has Method Man and shit in it. Oh, I'm really? pretty sure yeah. I, know that. yeah. I know that the Undertaker came D- out too. Is when DMX he in that version too? I don't know, man. There's a yeah. I fucking love Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, but I never heard this one before. So you kind of you kind of introduced this one to me. This is off of their first album, Counterfeit. No, that's not fucking. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Three. No, whatever the fuck. Yeah, Counterfeit. I think is what it's called. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't like, think Fred like Josh says it's I don't, late. I don't think Fred Durst knows what he's talking no, about. No, he doesn't either. either. Dude, I, man, I like Fred Durst too. Really? Not not the greatest lyricist ever, but I do Definitely love his not flows. The greatest lyricist. You guys would probably be really good friends. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean that with the utmost respect. Dude, I literally cannot <laughs> write lyrics to save my life. And that's yeah. why I don't. I can't either. Have folk songs written. I can't. Nah, I, you're way better than me. Man. I'm, uh, you're I'm not bad. I, I just, you know. If, if, if you do all right, if my lyrics made sense, I wouldn't have notebooks of stuff that just sit around and get dusty. We'll move on. I appreciate it, though. You're making my head real big. Um, we'll move on to number 10 on the list, which is Higher Ground by the Red Hot Chili Peppers or yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers or Red Hot Chili Peppers the Chili Peppers Whatever. Chili Peppers Peppers Anthony Kiedis Flea Chad Smith and John Vershanti you can name them like that too I thought it want. was Will Ferrell I'm it is Will Ferrell sometimes I believe <laughs> now Higher Ground Man and this is not obviously originally a Chili Pepper song it is a Stevie Wonder song but Really? Ba- yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. The bass intro is so fucking mm-hmm. good on this. And this is another one that, like, with Flea, I had, I think, four or five uh, Chili like Peppers. Five. Yeah. yeah, I had, like, four or five Chili Peppers songs on my list. I just felt like it wouldn't be fair to name one band that many times. Didn't this one also make the last list? Higher Ground, no. It didn't make the last list. But you it had was it. ready made. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but no, I, I I didn't feel right leaving one band on there that many times. So this is the one that made. Yeah, the this cut. just could have been a fucking Tools top ten basis. Yeah, Tools top ten. <laughs> I mean, literally, it could have been like the Chili Peppers top ten, and we can do that in the future because I like that's one yeah. of those bands that definitely have, have enough yeah. the capability of having Primus, yeah, you know. filling out a whole list. This is another one of those songs to me when I think bass intro, Higher Ground instantly comes to mind to me. It's it's a killer bass intro. Flea is a phenomenal bass player, and Flea plays the instrument like it's a lead instrument also chance thinks he's single he, he thinks he's the best rock bassist and i was like you know that's on pretty hard to argue it's hard to it's argue hard to think. I, I would put him in the top five he has to be like oh he's definitely, definitely. i just i did i don't yeah because the stuff that he does is just remarkable but i it's it's, it's hard it's to kinda, think from other rock bassists for me because most of the bassists and stuff that i know are either metal bassists or like yeah i mean john paul jones um yeah 
Yeah, I think but I don't think Evan Whistle from The Who is a fucking phenomenal bass player. I feel like Flea's better than both of them. Um, but that's the thing. It's like it's kind of John Paul played organ. It's almost it's almost kind of like hey, it's it's kind of hard to compare them. Yeah, like they're bass players, but they're very very different in yeah. style. Where like obviously you got Frashanti and the Chili Peppers, and you had Klinghoffer and all those guys. Mm-hmm. But like they're great guitar players, but bass is like your lead instrument. Yeah, man. I mean there's a lot of cool guitar parts going on, and there's great solos, but like the bass leads that band almost. I know a lot of their songs at least. Yeah, and a lot of their songs. That's why we had like I had like five or six on my list. Yeah. All right, so we'll move on to number nine, which is "Express Yourself" by Charles Wright. Not by NWA, right? No, not by not no. I mean, realistically, it's the same intro. No, yeah, it is. It's all sampled. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, where's that shit in music now? Like, you don't. Not everybody's doing that shit. You don't. You don't hear it very much, and and I think it's because you know the 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 royalties and all that stuff. It's a very different thing than it was in like the nineties. Yeah, this is true. I mean, like well, I said, back then you almost you also like, especially you got to think in like the seventies, you had the fucking record. There was no other way for you to sample something like yeah, you no, absolutely. Had the record, like well, and I mean like you just download it. Well, I mean the Beastie Boys are doing the same thing. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, yeah, but they had records to do it from. You know, actual records. It's yeah, it's so funny because I uh, even you know, up until like the nineties. Yeah, I work at a store that has a lot of records at them, and I've been going through them and repricing them. And like, you see these promotional use only like hip hop records that have like the eight, like the one side is like this one song, and it's like the radio edit, the explicit explicit edit, and then like you know, and then the other side's another song in the same way, and like that's how they were sending out singles yeah. to radio stations to get it. It's, it's crazy mm-hmm. to think about that, but yeah, I, they were getting away with it in the '90s and stuff like that, and I, I think it's a different it's a different time of music to where people just you can't get away with it like you could, but you. Know, used to be able to. I don't to. think there's any fucking thing wrong with it if you're doing it properly. I don't either to an extent, but almost it's it's kind of the thing like you got to put yourself in the artist, I guess, the road it shoes. I mean, you think about people like Metallica that were angry because people were downloading their music illegally. Like, I understand that, but you guys made a buck. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it was also fighting for other artists and it was it would have been a completely different story where they really fucked up was they leaked the Mission Impossible 2 theme, I Disappear. Well, before it came out, and that's what really pissed them off. Well, I mean, but you look at like nowadays, where like a band like us who's on Spotify gets like zero point zero two cents, but yeah, so on it's a like dollar it, for every play, like that's 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 stealing right there. Exactly. So that's kind of where he was coming from. Is like, look, if you're not like going and buying the record or the CD that we went through our publishing company to make, you're not actually supporting us. Like, well, I mean, no- I, I have a Spotify subscription. Our music's on Spotify, but I I, I like Apple's. You know what I mean? Because Apple makes mm-hmm. you pay individually for songs yeah if you want to download a whole album unless you have like apple music or whatever it is yeah. same same boat but itunes i guess I yeah say. i think that's a better system i do too but at the same time like not everybody can afford it and everybody has the right to listen to music as well looks to it and radio and is I not do. radio anymore yeah. and i do agree with that like everyone should be able to listen to music in the way that they want to but i also agree with like you have to support your artists. Like it's such a weird fucking. It, oh, it's I agree. So it's so hard to balance it. All right, so we have cracked the top ten, and we're on a number eight, which is Lowrider. I don't. Who, who the fuck sings this? Lowrider. Yeah. War. War. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't know that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, we um, this got the same ranking as a couple other ones, so we kind of had to do tiebreakers with them. And this one actually ended up being the low man on the toting pole. Mm. The toting, the toting pole, the yeah, toting pole. poles. Yeah, the token pole, the trading poles, the touching poles, the totem pole. Um, <laughs> the cowbell stands out to me because it just starts cowbell. But I mean, at the same time, that bass comes in and that bass is very memorable, and you can pick it out. Mm-hmm. It's one of those iconic ones as well. And and like I said, it's almost to the point where we have to do like great 
greatest slash iconic because a lot of these aren't technical. Yeah, a lot of them aren't like crazy to play or anything like that. No, we actually did Lowrider and Jazz Band when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. I feel like they continue to do that for a long time. I'll, I'll I feel like out, they did it my freshman year. Yeah, I'll shout out to Skip Sabatelli for that. Skip always picks some really, really cool songs for us to do in uh, in jazz band. So we'll move number seven on the list, which is Peace Sells by this Megadeth. would be a badass album, though. It would be a badass album. <laughs> move on to number seven, Peace Sells by Megadeth. The MTV theme. See, I didn't know that. Fucking dude, I want to say like 12 years or something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just played most of the bass intro. The boom, ba doom. Well, the, you know, I yeah. don't want to go too far. Don't sue me, Megadeth. Dave yeah. Mustaine. Yeah. Dave Elf. I was watching an Apple commercial, even crazier than that, like on the TV, and they started playing Love to Death, which is off their first album. And like even hardcore Mega Megadeth fans like don't really know the first album at all. Yeah. Like there's not I mean, I guess hardcore Megadeth fans do, but like anytime you bring up Megadeth, that that album is gonna be so far down the list of shit that you talk about. Like it was just crazy to me to see that on a fucking Apple commercial. Yeah. It was sick. All right, so we're almost cracked into the top five but before we get there we gotta do number six and number six is another one bites the dust i think when i say iconic this is why what not a very hard baseline not technical at all but another one bites the dust has that intro that everybody knows man it's crazy to me because like i really think a couple of these probably would have gone a little higher yeah i mean if we do like like the greatest like stomping and clapping intros like we will rock you will be up there you know i mean i don't know too many stomping and clapping intros but but you can bet your asked that if we did a list of the greatest ones that we will rock you would definitely be in that list so yeah like i said to me this is one of those ones that are definitely iconic and that's why i made the list so we'll crack the top five for you here with number five and that is feel good ink by the gorillas so this is another one to me i am not a bass player so i've never i mean i've played bass before it's not like it's my instrument i'm not great at bass but i remember when this song came out i wanted to learn the bass intro to feel good ink i remember distinctly when the song came out like just the video and how crazy it was but the bass line's so funky they have so many great bass lines yeah they really really do mm-hmm. clint eastwood's another good clint one it's not really yeah. a bass intro but i just like i said this is another memorable one for me when i think bass intro i think do like i said it's memorable it's in the top five and we're really you know you said we're getting into the meat earlier and now we're really getting into yep, the meat. this is uh this is the meat and the potatoes yeah meat and potatoes and a little bit of wine Celery. on the side in your in your glass some some red wine number four on the list is money by Pink Floyd. And I mean, this one, if it didn't get on the list somewhere, there was just, we wouldn't be right to have it, really. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, we could wait another 10 years and do it. Money would still be on that list. Yep. I don't think it's ever going to win. It's memorable. It's, I mean... Catchy. It's super catchy. Well, I mean, I guess that's what memorable is, but well, not, eh, necessarily. not necessarily. Yeah. I guess that's fair. It's one of those things where like Roger Waters isn't this crazy bass player, no. but he always managed to write these really catchy bass riffs. Mm-hmm. And he always, he, I think he always I mean, plays really like, well to David as well. Oh, I agree. Look like Wish We Were Here. Mm-hmm. Wish We Were Here. Wish You Were Here. And that was a song like when we played it, Brian used to always do the intro on bass. Really? I mean, Roger always made these really catchy bass lines and money is one of those bass lines and that's why it's in the top five here. Number three we'll move on to and that one is dazed and confused for so long it's another one of those songs that are memorable and like i said iconic memorable that's you kind of got to put that in consideration we're talking about the best bass intros of all time i mean i don't even think that's why it made it it just is like it it's such a good intro i mean i and guess yeah the use of chromatics too i think if we're looking at every single bass line on this list not a single one of them uses chromatics in the way that that song does which is very like i don't know if you know what like using chromatic scaling is it's just going one two three four like yeah. up and down like you don't hear that quite a lot like you hear 
hear it in blues and little licks by like flatting fifths and stuff but this is the only bass line that really just kind of descends in their like chromatic line and like that's how the whole song's built around it's very different and at that time there was like you didn't hear shit like that this at all this is where we'll sound the music theory alarm yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and it's crazy because once again not one of those bass lines that's super technical or anything no. like that there's just so much feel into it though. yeah there's very and that's what I was going to get at was like there's not a bunch going on but just the way everything comes in around it it's just mm-hmm. really really good and just like doom, doom, the harmonics on the guitar this is this was the song that got me like in my room playing bass with like fucking finger lights pointing around having my own little concert and shit like this was yeah, one we, of the reasons I wanted to start playing bass we touched on that on one of the early yeah. episodes the finger lights and all that stuff <laughs> hey man you gotta have a dream somewhere gotta have a dream man alrighty so we're down to the last two and the last two got the same exact rating yep so we had to really sit down and deliberate. We called Cuba. We thought, asked them what they thought. They said they'd be a part of the treaty. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. We're not dropping any bombs except these last two songs. Mm-hmm. Boom. Fucking got them on that one. So number two on the list is No More Tears by Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of Darkness himself. And this was another one that I'd like, just there's no way that it couldn't fucking come on the list. Like, there was yeah. no way that this didn't make a top 10 on everybody's, well, in my and, opinion. And like, I think when we when we sat down to do this, I, I think r- the way we did it was you picked 10, I picked 10, then we had 10 that we'd both had already. Yeah, yeah. And No More Tears was definitely, definitely on one of the list. Yeah. I, I believe the top five, yeah, the top five were on both of our lists. Um, And that's probably Feel why, good. Feel yeah, good yeah. I didn't have it, yeah. but I wanted it to be. Yeah. And that's probably why yep. they're as high up as they are because we both instantly thought of these bass lines now i'll be honest with you like no more tears when i think bass intros that's not one of the songs that came to mind instantly really? that was one of the first yeah. that probably probably was the very first and, one that came I to mind actually boring you over there with your yawning man? sorry jesus christ Blue, man. you're burping i'm yawning trying to do some entertainment over here and he's just like hey, fuck dude i yawned like 16 times before we started the first episode yeah, they say yawning's contagious bro yeah yeah it's contagious too um <clears throat> wear a mask yeah don't yawn yeah, no more yawning. Aussie man. This isn't, like I said, it's not one of the songs that comes to mind right away, but the bass intro is so good. And where Zach picks up with the slide Every, and shit. Like, well, everything comes in around mm-hmm. it. Like the synth, come, the synth comes in around it and the guitar comes in. It's just, and after the solo, too, when it breaks back into just the bass, oh my God, like there's nothing better than that. Like that song is just so well-rounded and it's all based off of that bass line realistically. Yeah, and I mean, I don't necessarily, I, I can't pinpoint when that happens, you know, talking about the, the solo cut. Dude, that, I can't believe, honestly, that was probably... Probably the, I would say the only reason I didn't make it was because it's Zach Wild. Like, what do you mean with you the underrated make... solos? And oh stuff. yeah, 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 well, yeah Zach really, Wild's definitely not an underrated guitar that player. That solo is one of my favorites. Yeah, Zach Wild. When you're replacing Randy Rhodes, I mean, you got to be pretty goddamn good. Yes, you do. So that's number two on the list, guys. Before we get to number one, we want to tell you to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Music Dicks. Merry fucking Christmas. Because yep. I'm assuming that about the time that this comes out, it'll be Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys were good. I hope you made the the nice list and not the naughty list. Except you. and if you guys are into the weird shit, then if you made the naughty yeah, list. Yeah, if you made the naughty list, call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan's all for that naughty list stuff, guys. If you're into BDSM and you made the naughty list, then you guys are you're on the right track. You know what I mean? Blood sugar sex magic, right? Blood sugar sex that's what magic. That, yeah, that's what that's except yeah. the acronym's a little off. No, yes. No. <laughs> People are trying to add that up in their head. Blood sugar, what B Yeah, that's not right. Um yeah. But if you made the naughty list and you wanted to make the naughty list, then I guess realistically at the end of the day, you made the nice list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope you guys get all the presents in the world. No chlamydia this Christmas time. 
time and we don't want any of that hanging around Clemente has been hanging around this old town on the corner we're going to move to number one guys and it probably it it, I, it doesn't probably I know it makes Tristan's night oh yeah for sure day yeah. that this is the number one song I mean they had to be on here at some point like it, it and this was a band that we talked about earlier with so many bass intros so so many I mean there are a lot we had like four or five on our list before we broke it down to one I guess no I guess there really really are like a fucking lot of them there are because we were like oh what about this one well then what about this one well how about this one how about this one instead i think i want this one on the yeah list yeah because i had like seven at least i'm really surprised schism wasn't the one that you picked though i agreed with you 46 and two just give it away I gave it away. Yeah, we didn't. We I didn't. wasted the good surprise on you. We didn't. Uh, you should have figured, though, if you, if you knew anything about the yeah, podcast or me you, or yeah, anything. If you know like, anything about Tristan, <laughs> if you know that he says I'm surprised it wasn't schism, there's probably only a couple and it could be. if you put two and two together earlier, I said something about, like, this could have been a top 10 tool list, yeah. and we, you hadn't heard any tool yet. So, yeah. And, I mean, if you put 46 and two together, it's 48. <laughs> 48 tool songs with bass intros, yeah. Carry the nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Divide the Fibonacci sequence and the Fibonacci. spiral the fuck out, dude. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just put on some fucking tool and drop some shrooms, y'all. This is another... I don't I, know if you drop shrooms. That's not the technical term. I I'm don't like, care. Do I'm it, like though. The, I'm like the fucking, the, the fucking really awkward dad's like, hey, guys, let's fucking drop some shrooms, guys. Let's snort some marijuana. This is lit AF, guys. Snort some marijuana. <laughs> I had two whole marijuanas. I had two whole marijuanas. Yeah, 46 and 2 by Tool, guys. And this is another one of the songs that I think that just really builds entirely around the bass. Like, the, the entire song, like, start to finish is around that riff. Like, it breaks in a certain spot. The, man, you want to talk about, you know what? This song also made Rick Beto's drum fill list. Rick Beto? Mm-hmm. I don't know Rick Beato. Yeah, I, know, I know Rick Beato. Is that how he pronounces it? Yeah, it's exactly how he pronounces it. Okay, I didn't know. I, used I was wondering how you said Beato. Yeah, I, I, I used to think it was like Rick Miata, and I'm like, wait, Miata's a car. That's not right. <laughs> Dude's got some good yeah. lists, so you know, check him out. But yeah, we honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some insight. We said here, we were like, hey, the number one and number two song tied with the same score, and we both knew what the two were, and we were like, oh, I don't know if this one's better. It was really, really better. hard, though. I wanted to not be biased at all. So yeah, when, It's hard. Uh, <laughs> well, and I mean, realistically, I agreed, but I basically just said, all right, man, listen, on the count of three, just name which one you think should be number one. And that's what we did. And that's why 46 and two is at number one. And like we'd both said, like tools got so many great bass intros. If we were not being too biased and we were adding other ones, like I would figure at least three other, two other would make. Yeah. Schism. Sure. Absolutely. Probably descending. Fucking. Yeah. Um, there would be other ones parabola. on this list, but we tried not to do that for the sake of it being Sober. fair to the other artists. Sober was a really iconic one. Yeah, I mean... Do we have any other honorable mentions we want to throw in for some of these other bands? Or? Dude, uh, there's so many fucking Chili Pepper songs, like yeah. I said. This Around the World's got a really Primus. great bass intro. Oh, yeah, Promise. Corn. I think we're kind of fucking... I can't believe I didn't get a single Corn song in here. I don't like Corn. I don't like Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, but they have so many great... You don't know, like... <laughs> <laughs> got <he. laughs> Got Those aren't on my plate. I don't like limp biscuits. I don't. <laughs> I don't like limp biscuits at all, especially with these. <laughs> I'm no limp biscuits. Not into it, man. Oh my god. With the food related jokes, <laughs> man, we're fucking killing it tonight. Mm. Yep. So that's our list, guys. Let's run down it real quick. Ah, fuck it. You guys can rewind it. Let's do right. it. I'm not gonna read all thirty again. That's uh, a lot. It is. That's why we did. We were like, hey guys, this is this is what we want to bring you as thirty because we had such a long list and we didn't feel like cutting anybody out of it. This is the best one. 
It's the bass, man. With that being said, it's a great outro right there. It's the bass, man. Appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Music Decks. Make sure you tell your friends. Leave us a great rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there or iTunes. Slip the lick button. Oh, that was so fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Slip the lick button. I can't do it. No, I just sound like some Jamaican Swedish dude yeah, or something. what you were doing there. <laughs> Slap the like button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not get that from what you were doing. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Music Dicks. Uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Music Dicks or slash Music Dicks. It's one of the two. I know I'm so unprofessional. Just go to the search bar and type in The Music Dicks Podcast. We'd yeah, we appreciate it. Tell your friends, guys. We would appreciate that even more. We'll see you again on the next, or we'll see you again on the next time. Slap the beast, man. <laughs> we'll see you again next time on The Music Dicks. Oh yeah!